to say that I run on goodwill, but it's actually caffeine. So. <laughs> or maybe one begets the other. <laughs> well, we know which one is the chicken and which one is the egg. thing that ties us to samsara, to the, um, in this tradition, the cycle of birth and death, the cycle of um, becoming and stopping, the cycle of emotional ups and downs. what ties us to greed, hatred, and delusion, you know, what the Buddha said are the, the roots of um, unskillfulness, unwholesomeness, <clears throat> is a uh, sakaya ditti. It's a self-view, a personality view. <clears throat> And uh, uh, knowing that intellectually is just almost useless. <laughs> it's good, you know, to um, to memorize the Buddhist teachings, to know the main cornerstones of the teachings. Uh, when the Buddha says that investigation of the teachings is important. One of the ways that we can um, manifest investigation is by just really memorizing the teachings. So um, understanding, memorizing, intellectually knowing the Four Noble Truths, how they function, the Noble Eightfold Path, <clears throat> how it functions, excuse me. I swear it's just the grass <laughs> falling, although I have no excuse in here, but, <clears throat> um, uh, and the fetters, you know, that's another list, what ties us to this cycle of coming back to our own unskillfulness, coming back to our own uh, greed and aversion and delusion um, and the first of those fetters, <clears throat> the first of those ties is self-view. And when we step on the path to uh, Nibbana, to enlightenment, to um, really true happiness, that's the first thing to go is that um, clinging, that attachment to our own opinions, our own self-referencing. <clears throat> Some of you have, you know, heard me say this, but, um, you know, I remember when I decided that, uh, you know, multiple lifetimes is very practical. Uh, because here I sit, you know, saying the, the, the first thing you have to do, <laughs> the first thing that happens on the road to enlightenment is letting go of your opinions. 
Uh, that self-referencing, that self-view. <clears throat> uh, but really, that feels like the very last thing that is possible, I think, in the human realm. But the Buddha said, you know, once we've dropped that, once we've dropped that bit, that, you know, our suffering is like a dirt under one's fingernail compared to the, uh, the soil on the entire earth, right? So it's the first step, <laughs> but also practically the last one. So when we think about, you know, the war, the war in Ukraine or any war, any conflict, uh, any fight, any anger, any violence that we think is uh, ridiculous and not defensible and uh, that's the same self-view that we have. That uh, is the same. It's the same um, ingredients in any conflict, <clears throat> any contention has the same ingredients. Yeah. Those ingredients are uh, greed, aversion, delusion, um, powered by an attachment to our own um, self-referencing to our own opinions, to our own self-view, to looking through the lens of who and what we think we are. It's the same. And uh, <clears throat> we don't like to hear that or think about it. <laughs> <clears throat> but the Buddha says that uh, contention arises you know, quite easily. It doesn't take much to give rise to contention. Actually, you know, just something has to come, become in contact with the eye, <laughs> come in contact with the ear, come in contact with the nose, come in contact with the tongue, uh, come in contact with the consciousness. And within a few seconds, uh, contention arises. And that contention uh, could be very, you know, almost imperceptible or totally imperceptible for really not, you know, in the habit of paying attention. Uh, and it could be, it's even slipperier in that it could be that we're pushing something away. That's what we think of contention, right? Stop it, stop it, stop it. Uh, but also pulling something toward us, you know. Now Jim comes around with tea. Ooh, caffeine. <laughs> All right, you know, it's exaggerated when we think about the body, you know. Yeah, give me, give me. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Wait, he's been down there a while. Did he go home or is he coming back with ca <laughs> caffeine? <laughs> The mind does that. 
you know, and we can laugh about it and exaggerate it for effect notice. Um, but the mind does that a little bit too. A little bit too. <clears throat> Breakfast, not so delicious. Comes into the tongue. Mm. Mm. An opinion comes up, kind of push it away mentally. Might eat it still. Yeah, contending. Yeah, there's some contention. Uh, maybe it's really delicious, but we can't have it again until <laughs> tomorrow. You know, contention. <laughs> Last night. Uh, I mean, this is just real normal stuff, you know. I have kids, they don't want dinner, but they do want ice cream, you know, contention. So there was a lot of shoving in dinner <laughs> and then running to the freezer <clears throat> and then shoving in ice cream and then going to bed, you know. It's not beautiful, is it? <laughs> it's not beautiful, but we do that too. Adults do it too. We just... Yeah, <clears throat> do what we got to do to get what we want. It's not always beautiful. <clears throat> it's normal, it's typical, it's human, but it's not always beautiful. Yesterday, um, my son is 12 and he had to take a swimming test because he wants to do rowing. And he, he's a pretty strong swimmer, but he hasn't swum in a while or since last summer. We just go to the lakes and rivers and stuff. And um, yeah, he had to swim 100 yards and then uh, dog paddle for 10 minutes and then put on a life vest and take it off and then pull himself out of the pool. And and he hasn't, you know, swam since last September, probably. And uh, so he did the swimming and I saw that it was difficult. And then um, he came over to the deep end and was, and was paddling, dog paddling. Uh, in this nine foot water and the lifeguard was right there and for the first couple of minutes you know he was waving at me and giving me a thumbs up and I was giving him thumbs up and then 10 minutes a really long time <laughs> in the deep end and then he stopped looking at me you know he's just looking up and uh he didn't look stricken, but he looked very focused. And I, then I couldn't watch anymore, you know, because that's the simulation of a rescue, right? That's what this test is. It's not, can you swim? It's, can you survive until we can rescue you? That's what it's for, to, to do crew, to do rowing. Because they're not there to swim, they're there to stay in the boat. And if they fall out of the boat, then they have to be able to stay alive. <laughs> 
until a rescue happens. They don't wear life jackets in Peru, apparently. <laughs> uh, so after about eight minutes, you know, I stood behind a wall. I, just, I couldn't actually, I was like, Julia, Julia's there. She's like, mom, you look like a lunatic. Cause I was like, you know, sort of fanning myself and walking in circles, you know, as my kid was there paddling, dog paddling in the deep end of the pool. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, it's very visceral, this feeling of like, oh, I should jump in there, you know, <laughs> I should jump in because I would if it was, if it was not a test, I would just jump in, right? <clears throat> and then Julie goes, oh, okay, he's <laughs> throwing him the life vest. And uh, able, Ethan was able to put it on and take it off and climb out of the pool. And But he really was a different, he had a little bit of a different personality. When he got out of the pool, he looked uh, just like he needed to gather himself <clears throat> and uh, just get home. And that was... Uh, that was a real test of my self view. That what I love, you know, the Buddha taught that what we love, we will be separated from. It is, there's no question that what we love, we will be separated from, and that is suffering. So that is the first noble truth. You know, and the extent to which we cling to that is the extent to which we suffer. You know, so me kind of walking in circles and looking like a lunatic, <laughs> that was a real like, physical manifestation of suffering on the side of the pool. Uh, but we live in the world. You know, we choose this life. We have kids, we have parents, we have jobs. We have houses, uh, we have belongings, and um, they're all things that we're attached to. I mean, just naturally, it's normal, you know? We live in the world. We're not monks and nuns. Uh, we are attached to our kids, say. <laughs> That's why we want them to act a certain way and <laughs> behave and not make us look bad, but also not die. <laughs> you know? Attachment shows up in a lot of different ways. It can show up in fighting with our beloveds. It can show up in being scared that we'll lose them. It's the same ingredients, the same ingredients. And we forget that. You know, <clears throat> what the Buddha taught that we have in common is suffering, that we all suffer the same way. We suffer because we have to be around things and near things and attached to things that we don't love, and that we suffer because we are separated from that which we love and adore, want and need. <clears throat> but... 
you know, if that suffering looks like uh, sort of a, a kitten kind of limping down the road, well, then compassion arises, doesn't it? You know, or if it, even in a simulation, if it looks like my kid might drown, compassion arises. Like, I want to fix that. I want to save it or him. Uh, but if that suffering looks like someone being a jerk in a grocery store, you know, <laughs> or to me, <laughs> or to my mom, <laughs> does compassion arise <laughs> in the same way as a limping kitten? No. <laughs> but that's contention. It's the same ingredients. No? And that was that's what the Buddha is pointing to. He's not pointing to the conditions. No, he's not pointing to the, the masks that suffering wears. No, he's pointing to the ingredients that there's, um, that we want, you know, what we don't have, or we want to keep what we do have, or we want to push away what we don't like, we want to keep it at bay. That suffering is just looking at things through our personal lens, our personal conditioning. Oh, that takes me back to multiple lives. <laughs> Maybe they don't exist. They're probably not, you know. So <laughs> might be a myth. <laughs> There's no way to know. Uh, when Ajahn Tomato was here, he said, what was it? He said uh, something like, um, you know, it's just, yeah, a lot of people, Yes, he said he was talking about listening to a bunch of people talk about death who had never experienced it. You know, <laughs> like I'm sitting around listening to a bunch of people talk about death who had never experienced it. Okay, can't some things you can't know. Uh, but what I do know is that my conditioning is what it is, and I'll only get so far, maybe in this lifetime or in this year or in this afternoon. I'm only going to progress so far. Uh, in this practice <clears throat> but the more i build the habit of setting down um, self-view and picking up contention uh, the further entrenched those good habits become the habits of goodwill Right intention, you know, the habits of goodwill and non-ill will. Don't go all, don't try to get to goodwill. <laughs> it's non-ill will. <laughs> it's a good, balanced <laughs> space. Uh, <clears throat> Non-harming, you know, compassion, saving that kitten is 
is important or wanting to, but just non-harming. Non-harming is a good balanced space. It's the foundation for compassion. Just not harming others is a foundation for compassion. And then, you know, maybe what we're what we're talking about the most today or what I'm pointing to with Sakya Diti, self-view, is uh, <clears throat> letting go. So that intention to engage in renunciation, to let go of those things that we're clinging to, those things that we're wanting to grasp through our own conditioning, through our own personality. This morning, um, I'm always talking to myself up here, you know. Uh, this morning, I wanted my husband to remember that he had said something. <laughs> Has anyone ever been in a conversation? You said it just the way I remember you said it, right? Like a week ago? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> and it's just, <laughs> we can really hang on to stuff like that, you know? Oh, come on. We did this already. Let's not do it again. Come on. But that's me, you know? Wanting things to be other than they are. Wanted him to remember that he said something that I was now using <laughs> for a different purpose. Same purpose. <clears throat> but it's that stuff. I mean, it's that, it's those ingredients that start wars. Same stuff, right? So we have to look then at the wars we're starting. And uh, just keep reflecting on how we can kind of shorten that time, you know? We can even begin to see uh, the very beginning of contention, you know, something comes in the eye. There's a stain on the carpet. Why? <laughs> you know, you can just, we can fixate. You know, something comes into the eye. Mm. Mm. Or something comes into the eye. I can do something about that or I can't. Now's not the time, you know. <clears throat> One candle. 
what? <laughs> what is happening? You know, <clears throat> not a big deal. But beautiful, whatever is going on. Okay. <laughs> uh, but it can be fixed. It can be remedied at the right time. You know. You can't, can't, at home, can you, see, see look at that. Look. <laughs> but all of these things, it's just that we're perceiving something is coming through our senses and we create a relationship with it and then we contend, you know? And the, the quicker we notice that very beginning bit, that perception, that opinion rising, and we can let it go let it go and take care of it in the right time with the right attitude with the right intention uh, and then contention just goes away it settles down and we can build that habit over and over and over seeing something relaxing the body figuring out if something can be remedied fixed dealt with when that is and moving on you know it's actually, it's not that hard, <clears throat> but it is that important to practice and build that skill of very quickly noticing what the mind contends with, what it pulls toward us and what it pushes away. Come back to the body, relax the body, open the heart. Just do that, just, just do that. <laughs> if possible, remember, well, it's good to stay balanced, not chasing after every little problem. 